You're listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast, where we provide top insights into sports leadership and peak performance through interviews with some of the greatest team captains and thought leaders in the sports world. Now, here is your host, performance coach, speaker, and author, Ben Smith. Welcome to the Captain's Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Smith, and I'm excited to bring you another episode today. And what we're going to be talking about, subject of discussion, will be recruiting. Now, this whole message here, it should be a little bit shorter than what we usually have, but it's going to be targeted for uh, lower tier, tier high school sports and club sports at the college level, um, definitely more so. Uh, to those two, and there's two ways when we talk about recruiting, uh, two different like methods of sort, which is uh, growth and selective. And what we're you know this framework that I'm going to be giving you is geared for uh, a growth model. And so what we're trying to do is just get as many people into the organization as we can. So again, st- teams that you know I've just worked with a lacrosse team that was just starting up, so this would be a good model for them as they're trying to just bring as, as much talent uh, and, and individuals that they can into the organization. Um, but if you have a obviously varsity level sports and um, you know high school sports that have been in existence and that have had programs for quite some time, they're going to be more selective. So they're going to be trying to they're going to be have they're going to have tryouts and trying to be more selective on who they bring into their organization. So this recruiting model framework is going to be again geared for growth and targeted towards uh, lower tier high school high school sports and definitely club uh, club sports and athletics so this framework is three different things when we talk about recruiting um, and you want to get more people into your organization uh, there are three main things the first one is relationships uh, the first focus should be relationships and uh, you know driving connection within the team and then outside as well, developing relationships um, and, and, and just doing anything you can to get individuals and people to um, relate with, with you and the organization and team. The second focus is from uh, it's a Seth Godin term, which is called the purple cow. You want to be the purple cow. So how are you driving attention to your team and organization? And the third is the narrative that you create, its importance um, and how it's rooted in purpose. What is your purpose and what is the narrative uh, that you are giving to your team and the people that you know and, and the community that's you know around this team? So what we're going to do is we're going to go in depth with each one of these and just again give you this this framework which I've used before that's really helped um, and I've gotten good feedback from team captains uh, who especially in the college club sports world really drive this process uh, even so with startup high schools and club sports in in the high school arena as well. So the first one going back we're going to talk about relationships. You know it's all about connection people um, that are 
joining club sports, you know, you have your athletes and then you have your social athletes uh, in terms of individuals who they just want to be a part of something. And uh, they want to be, they want to meet people, uh, hang out, and uh, and you know do things uh, together as a group and as a team. And so you want to really focus on developing the relationships within the organization first. And you want to make sure that those are really strong because the the narrative that your teammates and the people within your organization are going to create will be a some sort of hopefully will be a buzz. If you do it correctly, their story, the story of what you're doing within your organization is going to spread. And they'll know that you care about, they, you care about them, and it's a good place to start. And then outside, you want to, again, just continue to network and develop relationships outside of the organization. Um, if you are you know, team captain for a club sport, you're, you're, on, you're trying to be seen constantly on campus, you're trying to kind of get involved in some other things here and there, just to kind of uh, to get your face uh, again out there and to, to get to know people. And hopefully, uh, even if they if they don't uh, necessarily want to join your team, um, you know they know individuals and will also um, you know this the whole degree of separation thing will definitely come into play. Uh, that happened consistently, and I've seen it happen. I see it happen all of the time, where one person knows another. That kind of gets the word to that individual who ends up joining. And uh, I think it's important to realize, especially for this point here with relationships, that you are only one player away from really making a dramatic uh, change and improvement to your team. So every time that you come into conversation or uh, you know potential relationship is formed there, uh, your goal shouldn't be necessarily to um, you know, to have a the reason of you you doing this so that they'll join the team, um, but it's definitely a great byproduct. And regardless, you know, college and high school should be a time frame where you're getting outside of your comfort zone, you're meeting more people, uh, and really developing you know your network. So uh, relationships is the first point to this, and it's a great starting point. When when we look at college coaches and the way that they recruit. They, they do this. They go to the athlete's house, they meet their parents, and they understand the importance of developing relationship. Now, college coaches are able to leverage a lot of things such as um, you know, trust. Uh, they're, they're able to develop trust, and they have this uh, reputation. Obviously, if Nick Saban, Urban Meyer come over to your house, people know how great of a leader they are and the organization that they represent. So they can leverage that, but still... We realize that you know they understand the importance of relationships in recruiting. And finally, more the more relationships you have, the higher the probability is that you know more people will be involved within your organization. Even if they don't get recruited or want to play, you know the probability that they'll come to games and uh, you know maybe even give resources financially or what have you um, that they're going to do that and. A lot of times what we want to do and the best thing that we can do is just put ourselves in a position where we're having a higher probability to meet our goals. So the first one is relationships and connecting with other people. The second is what's called the purple cow. So let's say, for instance, I'm in in farmland and I'm driving down the road. I look left and right and there's these farms and they have these cows all throughout. And all of a sudden, I looked to 
my left again, and I see in the middle of all these white and black cows, I see this purple cow. And what I do is I do a double take. I you know, kind of slam on the brakes and get to the edge of the road, and I get out, and I bring my camera out, and I take pictures and video. I, I run out and jump over the, the gate that's there. I run up to this purple cow to maybe even touch it if I can uh, uh, or take a selfie with it. You know, it's something that grabbed my attention. But more specifically, it is remarkable. So that's the first step with when it comes to this. You want to draw attention, uh, and you want to draw attention by being remarkable, um, which means that to do this, you really have to think differently about your approach uh, to how you practice, how you play, how you lead the things and activities that you undertake as an organization and as a team. And so, again, it's important that you're remarkable and that you really start to think differently because both of these two things uh, are really going to be important in, in driving uh, attention, but also, um, you know, it's, it's important to have strategic differentiation about what everybody else is doing. You know, a lot of times I work with club sports teams and uh, they don't understand this at all. You know, they go through the same recruiting steps that everybody else does on campus. And so because of that, they don't ever get any, you know, they always have the same numbers, the same types of, uh, of talent and athletes that come and join their team because they don't, they don't have any strategic differentiation amongst anybody else on campus. Or in high school, it's the same way. Most of the people are not going to give you a chance or a shot because you're not doing anything differently or anything that's that remarkable or outstanding compared to some of the other sports that are on uh, at that high school. Um, and going back to club sports, you know, I work with plenty of teams and, you know, they get frustrated with their recruiting. And at the end of the year, they always lose a couple here and there. And so I ask them, I, I say, what from, from last year or even two years ago, what steps have you been taking that have been different from years past? And it's always the same. They don't do anything different. And, and so they, they're not thinking differently. And because nothing changes, nothing changes. So if you really want to recruit well, you want to be remarkable. You as the leader just need to try to surround yourself with, with people that think differently so that you can really change uh, your process and, uh, and really differentiate yourself from everybody else on campus or at, at that high school. And thirdly here, the, the, the final point and piece of this framework is that what you want to do is create a narrative. The purpose uh, that your team has is vital. What are you trying to accomplish? And then how are you, what is the narrative? What's the story that you are telling your team on why it matters that they put in all this time and effort to achieve uh, X, Y, or Z. The winner of this recruiting uh, process is the one that uh, creates a story that spreads. And you really want, again, you want to reach for noteworthy goals. I got a quote here from Seth Godin and what he said in his book called Tribes. He says that they switched for the journey. They wanted to be a part of something that truly mattered. 20 years later, people still talked about what we did. And that's the type of narrative and story um, that you want to create. Everybody, People want to be a part of something. They want to be a part of a journey. Uh, a lot of times in both club sports and high school sports, 
The, the teams that don't do this well are the teams that really lack vision and purpose. And, um, you know, quite a few times I worked, worked with a team where, you know, they, they don't, they obviously care, but their story is one in which, you know, we show up, you know, two or three times a week. This was a club sports team. We show up two or three times a week and we're trying to, you know, win, um, you know, a local tournament. And, uh, and what and what I was consistently kind of promoting was the fact like that is not big enough to get your players to put in and to stretch themselves to put in effort and for you as a leadership to really force yourself to grow. It's not a big enough. It's not a great enough goal. And because of that, you're not going to uh, bring in. You're not going to be able to recruit top talent. If you aren't providing a narrative that really defines what this journey is, what the journey is going to look like, and how they're going to develop and grow, and how it's going to be, it could be one of the greatest uh, journeys that they ever take in their life. And there's a big difference between, yeah, we're just a group of individuals getting together a couple times a week to, you know, and then we're going to, at the end of the year, play in this tournament. Um, there's a big difference between, yeah, we're a high school team. We practice every day. We try to work really hard, but we don't really think that we're going to win. There's a big difference between those two stories and one in which that states, we are trying to accomplish something the likes of which nobody at the school has ever done before. And to do that's going to take time commitment. It's going to take effort. It's going to take all of the, you know, it's going to take sacrifice but at the end of this journey, I can promise you will not be the same person because in one year or in two years, this program will be competing for a national championship or a state championship. And it's, I promise you that if you join us, um, you know, again, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. There's going to be conflict. But you will look back and you will never regret coming and joining this team because we are a team on a mission that will accomplish X, Y, and Z, national championship, state championship, and it will happen. There's That's two totally different narratives that you are telling uh, to people and the relationships that you've created um, in, in your marketing and recruiting. So I hope that this framework is, is kind of useful. Again, it's a very simple, uh, it's a great place to start. And it's perfect, again, for teams that are trying to just grow their organization and are trying to, um, you know, that are specifically in high school, you know, lower tier sports and club sports teams. Although they can be very useful. Some of those concepts can be very useful for just about every team. Uh, so, again, hope that this worked. Best of luck as you go out and try to recruit, uh, you know, better talent, top talent for your teams. Thanks for listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast with Ben Smith. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and check out our website at captainscoach.com. Join us next time for another edition of the Captain's Coach Podcast.